Hey, we're recording. Oh, I need to edit the. Hey. I needed to edit, edit the banner. This is episode three hundred and ninety nine. Mm. On crazy February twenty fifth. Um, you know the interesting thing is, what's what's next month? March. Uh, March. Uh-huh. I knew that one. What else? What else? <laughs> what else is? What else is interesting about March? Uh, comes Women's History line. Month. It has AIDS. It's has AIDS. Bringing the literature. Uh, it is our squirrel anniversary. That's right. Oh. Four hundred. Episode four hundred will be on four hundred years. Four hundred. Four hundred episodes next month on our squirrel anniversary. That's like a million in people years. <laughs> it is. It is. It seems like forever. When we started doing this. Brita and I didn't have any gray. When we started to do, when we started doing this, Obama was in office. Yeah. That's right. Oh God. And and he's back in office. Yeah. All right. Kind of. All right. Well, he always said else. he wanted a third term, right? Yep. Well, if you if you haven't Sasha? noticed, we have a fourth. John, our he's been on before. Yeah. John is here. Uh, Two and a half years ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's been on before. Was, I think it was October. But this is the first time you're seeing him, and we we have an interesting yeah. four four panel thing here now. So this this is I fun. like it. Yeah, it's very Brady Bunch. <laughs> yeah, need so to we need to clean a, up my we, background. We, but, yeah. we would need to have my junk. an equivalent number of male and female hosts, Alan, to adequately represent the Brady Bunch. Mm. We need technically. You know, Technically, actually, they were more females because Alice. She was just the hired Alice. Head. Yes, I can well, have the, up to ten people on a stream. Just saying, that would be a little slice of hell. So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we won't do that. It's hard enough for us not to talk over each other when there's three of us. Can you imagine? Ten people would just you be know like what, though? it'd be like in the subway. You know what though? I can do. I can mute people. <laughs> You're not muted, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> Good. <laughs> nice. So, all right. So, uh, <clears throat> welcome to the show, John. And uh, thanks. You're in Austin, right? I'm near Austin. Near I'm Austin. Kind of near enough. I'm rural. Ah, I'm in Bastrop I, County. Okay. Another survivor of snowpocalypse. Yeah, oh, yeah. well, yeah. that was actually actually kind of what we wanted to get John on was because actually Austin had it worse than Houston did. Um, yeah. They uh, they got nailed bad. But President Biden will be visiting tomorrow to survey the damage. <laughs> Arlo hit. Three. Is it tomorrow he's coming? It's like it's going to be like eighty degrees tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's it's raining here, so it's kind of down in the fifties or sixties now. But yeah. um, it was it was like eighty yesterday. God, three. De- I mean, three degrees is low for like when I was in New England. That's you know that's that's damn cold. Yeah. yeah. For for you that's guys, cold, cold. for you guys, that's like end of the world. That's like okay, we're we're done. We're done. No, nope, no, nope, just stop. 
I yeah, I, it was it was especially bad because so many all the new construction seems to use electric for heating, and it like just screwed the grid up yeah. so bad. Yeah. Wow. We're on propane here, so um, we're lucky in that regard. Uh, and I think we're rural enough that um, number one, we got lucky. We didn't have any power outage from like trees falling on lines or whatever. And two, I think it's probably more more pain than it's worth for the electric companies to cut us off because we're not like a concentrated area of people right. for like black rolling blackouts or whatever. Right. So we never lost power, but we lost water. Um, we lost. I would lost internet for like six days. Um, <gasps> oh dear God! Yeah. Oh no! So I was running off. Oh, God. I was running off my phone. Um, just like tethered to my phone or Wi-Fi hotspot to my phone. Yeah. Talk about privation. So basically, you were like <laughs> cooking pancakes off your phone's battery. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I thought the people that lost electricity were bad, but you lost the internet, man. That's like, <laughs> dang. Well, so I'm Unimaginable. so far out here. Oh not, no! I'm so far out here that there's not broadband, really. Um, so I'm on a wireless wireless ISP. Mm. So I've got like a like a 40 foot uh, mast on the back of my house with like a parabolic dish that's pointed at a tower that's two miles away. Wow. Um, And then they have backhauls all the way to Georgetown, um, so probably 30, 40 miles, to get to where their their fiber link is to their internet service provider there. So anything along the way will kill it. And I I saw antennas and power outages will do it. So you're signed up for Starlink already. I am. (laughs) That's going to be a killer, man. That's... I as used to, soon as it was available to sign up, I did it. I used yeah. to work for a company that did rural uh, wireless, and I, I might have done your system, John. Um, yeah, I, I worked so for a couple of companies that did rural, rural yeah. wireless as well in my day. So. And, uh, you know, the, the Starlink's going to kill all those companies. Oh, yeah. It's oh, going yeah. gonna, gonna to devastate them because they're advertising. Like 100 three, bucks a month, and you get yeah. three, 300 meg or more. You know, it's going to be, you know. It's gonna be. It's gonna kill them. It's gonna put them out of business. So. Yeah, even now with the beta is fifty to hundred by like um, ten to fifty, right? Yeah, which is like ten times is what we really. Yeah, get it's already with. better than what you got. Yeah, and it's like twenty bucks a month more. Yeah, and that's no brainer, and yeah. it's probably more reliable. It's gonna be a lot. more. I'm really more looking forward to yeah. it. And you don't you don't need your tower. You just put the antenna up on your roof somewhere where it has a clear view yeah. of the sky. Yeah, yeah. you don't roof. even have to configure it. It just auto like wow. yeah. finds its its track and then it goes. Yeah, yeah. You on don't have rock. to. Yeah, you don't have to like get out and point the. It's not like DSS where you got to get out and align the dish and all that crap. You just stick it up there. It's awesome. I think that's the future. like. There's. I think there's going to be unfortunate like second and third order effects of that though. Sure. Because suddenly all the city people can go buy land. Oh and yeah. Have their internet connection. Oh, you already see that. And they're going to like screw. Oh yeah. Hmm. City, city people are moving out of cities like crazy. Oh, so we're on 15 acres here, right? Um, adjacent to us is 10 acres. Adjacent to us was eight acres. We're kind of on a corner. Um, and so I was hoping one day we'd get that eight acres. We'd just buy it out because all I had on it was like trailers, right? I figured someday I'll just buy the rest of that land and I'll have road on three sides, which would be nice. Mm. Um, they went and split that up into tiny pieces uh, into like one acre pieces. <laughs> um, and so now I have a bunch of new people adjacent to me that 
you know, are moving from the city who are buying tiny pieces of land and think they're in the country now. Oh no. Um, <laughs> yeah. I just drove, a, I just drove a couple hundred fit, feet of Pence posts um, the other day. I'm waiting on the weather to clear out again so I can do the, the rest of the property line uh, because I want to, I want to ensure they, they don't wander onto my property. Big, big sign. Yeah. Yeah. Caution, yeah. active gun range. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The Get only, out. I bet the only reason they didn't do smaller than an acre is because that's the minimum for a septic system now in Texas. So, funny thing about that um, a traditional septic system, you have to have um, a minimum of, I'm trying to remember, I think it was an acre and a half or, or whatever, but you can get one of those like expensive aerobic septic systems. It's yeah. basically an entire water treatment plant before right. it discharges it. Yeah. Um, you can have that um, on a smaller piece of land. Uh, the problem with those houses also, those lots that they sold, is they can't get utility water over there. Whoops. Because the capacity is full for our road. And so if they want utility water, they're going to have to pay them $100,000 to increase the capacity. And so all of them are going to have to get wells. Wow. And so you have to have the expensive Oops. septic systems to be able to have a septic system and a well on a tiny piece of property like that. Oh, well. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, John. You keep saying tiny piece of property. I'm on like a fifth of an acre. <laughs> well, right. So like but, to me, it's like an acre. Oh, my God. That's huge. You're, yeah. Yeah. But, you're but a, when it gets small, fast. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. You're on a you're on a city lot though, Jay, and you got yeah. you know you got city sewer and city water and city power and all that kind of stuff. Imagine sitting on it's, an acre, because because I used to have a house that had one of those aerobic water systems on it, and they suck. Yeah, well, I, I came from an acre, which was huge. That was ridiculous, and, and mm -hmm. one of the reasons we have the small lot is because I was sick of spending every weekend mowing my damn lawn. Well, see, right. that's different than what I've got. Mine is mostly wooded. I've got I've got oak trees up the wazoo. Um, so, <laughs> and and if you think piles are bad, <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I can't stop the dad joke. It, it was great for the uh, for the uh, snowpocalypse though, because I've got oh, yeah. tons of dead trees around my property. Yeah. Take the chainsaw out. I cut oh, down yeah. probably six six large oak trees that had died. Uh, cut that out, and I used all of that. We 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 were running our uh, fireplace twenty four seven. Nice, um, nice. That's excellent. Uh, some of the northerners would come in and say, "Actually, a fireplace <laughs> removes more heat than it gives to a house," which is probably true depending on your airflow <laughs> and depending right. on the temperature you're dealing with. Uh, we happen to have one of those little air feeders uh, on the on the you flip a switch and it. Yeah, pulls a yeah. little bit of air from in, in from outside, you don't, so you don't have that problem with it pulling in cold air from like the windows and whatnot. So that the, uh, the the fireplace was really good because we went through a lot of propane. Those those two nights where it was single digits, yeah. Um, so we had like a thirty percent of our tank when this started, and after those two nights, we had twenty percent of our tank. That's wow. twenty five gallons of propane that yeah. we went through in two days. It yeah. was. Wow. And I'm guessing they yeah. weren't making deliveries. No. <laughs> hey, just, hey, we just got propane, propane today. Propane. We oh, I nice. ordered it way back then. Like, we couldn't even call them. The first day the roads were passable, I drove down to the city where they are. Because they're, they're in Bastrop County, but they're in Bastrop City, I think. Well, they're in Weberville, but it's way down. It's probably about 30 miles away or so. So I drove down there because we tried calling them for four days. And impossible oh, to get through. 
just keep dialing, keep dialing, keep dialing, couldn't get them. So I drove down there and talked to them, and yeah, they were rationing out propane at that point. They had run out, and they had just gotten a tanker truck when I pulled up. I saw them unloading it from a big tanker. Um, and yeah, there was everybody crying because nobody prepared. Um, yeah, I, I, I wasn't as prepared as I would like to have been, yeah. but I didn't think we were going to go through that much propane in two days either. So, And, and to be fair, you don't expect three degrees. And right. how, how much snow did now, you end up getting? Um, depends on where you were. We got about six inches where we are. Yeah, I mean, you know, that's a big snowstorm for Virginia. The, you know, well, the bad thing like, wasn't okay. the snow. The snow wasn't bad. It was the ice. Prior to the snow... Yeah. It yeah. rained, freezing rain yeah, for right. like a day and a half, mm -hmm. then the snow, and then more freezing and rain. And more freezing rain, right. So that snow looks like snow when you go out there, but you step on it and it's like crunchy ice in the yep. shape of snow. Yeah. You'll, um, you get nice berms on the edge of, you know, like when the, well, you guys, you don't really have plows. Like this is. No, absolutely I was, not. I was just going to mention that. I was talking to somebody at work today <laughs> and they have, their mother lives in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And oh. the the this was this was uh, so somebody lives down in Houston inside the inner loop, and they couldn't they couldn't go anywhere, and they were telling their mom, you know, hey, we you know we're stuck here, we got no power, we can't go anywhere, and the mom mom was the mom was like, well, when when are the snowplows coming out? And the guy just started laughing. Like, <laughs> What's a plow? Mom, there isn't a snowplow anywhere in Houston. This just they just don't yeah. exist. It yeah. might exist in the panhandle, but yeah. that's yeah. yeah. Amarillo that's probably, probably has a, Amarillo probably yeah. has one. I don't remember seeing one in Lubbock. That's for sure. Um, well, I love the people that were going like, "Well, why couldn't they send snowplows from another location?" It's like, did you look at the oh. weather map? The <laughs> oh entire God. center of the United States <laughs> got slammed. This wasn't like it was just Texas. Yeah. This was literally two thirds of the damn country. Like, where are they going to get a snowplow from? Maine. Yeah. If you wait long enough, it'll thaw. That's right. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's not, I mean, even, you know, a snowstorm in Texas is a big deal, but I mean, is your snow gone? Yeah. It's all gone. Yeah. Sean, it's been gone. Is your snow gone by yeah. now? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, we still have snow. We've had like above freezing temperatures for the past two days, and everybody's like, whoo. Yeah. But like, there's still snow on the ground. You so. You probably no. still have people whose cars are buried in snow. <laughs> probably. There's still like snow piles in the parking lots of the of the grocery store that are higher than my car. Yep. Yeah. So that probably will be there until June, you know. The last little remnants of the snowbergs. Some yeah, someday. Someday I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go up there in the winter and I'm gonna get a parking lot in your giant boat of a car and I'm going to go snowbird dead ahead. <laughs> I, thought you're, I think you're going to talk about bringing a Jeep up here and putting your Jeep up no, on no, top, no, of, no, top no. of the snowbird. Brita, no, no, no. don't, don't let Alan. Nobody do does that here. I don't don't no. let Alan oh. do donuts. I am. I do am the surprised. I am surprised. Nobody tries to put their Jeep or truck up on top of the snowbird. That just seems like, no, a, Thing. It doesn't they, happen. They do that here, not Virginia, but New England. My my wife's cousin's no, got a couple. I've of never Jeeps, seen it, and he's always putting pictures. It's like this, you know, things like sixty no. degrees up in the air. Nice. I'm like so Rob. You are a very trusting human being. 
Although I guess he made the snowbank, so he knows that it's solid. Oh, okay. Well, that's, you know, that's the that's, thing. You don't know there, if that snowbird is, is like, you know, solid or not. You could just drive up and fall right through. Right. Um, wow. <laughs> yes. And what happened this week? What's Alan doing? I'm, Alan's reading the internet. No, I'm... I'm I'm looking I was looking for something, but never mind. I had a thought. Okay. Was, we not that you can't do that later, but I know. Ooh, man, we've even got a gap guess. <laughs> it's backwards. I have to I I know, we have a guest. Alan. That, that He's like this in there. person too though. <laughs> you know. Who? Me? Squirrel. Yeah, you're like this in person. Yeah. I am. Oh, I saw that there's some Kid movie coming out with a squirrel on it. What? And it, Is it uh, Disney has girl? a new kids movie? No, no, I'm still waiting for that. But um, it's like it's a squirrel kind of Pixar-ish, and it's got a like I say, it's called Flora and Ulysses. Hmm. And the trailer was really cute. All right then. Anyway. Ulysses. That 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 sounds cis white European male ish. Let's cancel it <laughs> well, preemptively. I don't see any in the trailer. I do not see any people of color. So it might get canceled. I'm not sure. They're looking to cancel Rosario Dawson now. What? Speaking of cancel what? culture, yes, she's because, not even white. She, because, oh, apparently, what did she, she do? She said something that might have been taken as. No, she was accused of being transphobic by someone who later recanted, but they're still going ahead and canceling her anyway. What the hell? Sure, why not? We have gone from Brave New World, Animal Farm in 1984 to Fahrenheit 451. Hmm. They've just lumped everything. They put all those, you know, those big warning books into a blender and said, hey, let's drink this cocktail, folks. It's 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 crazy. I I was in uh, I was in town the, today. Uh, I stopped in and grabbed lunch. Um, there's like a, a place that makes good pho. So um, I go in there, and it's hard for me to go in there because they they have CNN on their big TV all the time, and they're just like watching it. And so I have to sit there and endure this thing. And they are still they're still talking about Trump. Still, yeah. Now they're talking about Trump wanting to wow. become a king and take try to take over the government. I, I'm like, what the hell is wrong with these people? Because they need snowball. Oh my God. To go back to what? Animal Farm. They they need somebody to blame for Yeah, they have the nothing else to talk about anymore. Exactly. I mean, they can't talk about Biden. Yeah. Oh, no. You know, you, you, you have to, as, you, as you should have to cover to. him. Yeah. And then, you know, you get the elderly dementia patient being abused by his wife. I'm sorry, Dr. Biden. Yeah, you know, you, every time you see, you know that that Super Bowl thing they did was just—I mean, I almost felt bad. She's doing all the talking, and he's like Gary Busey, Super Bowl. <laughs> Hello, Lamp. You know, like, <laughs> that's our president. That's the man who got the most votes of any president in U.S. history, right there, folks. Yeah, most Super popular Bowl. ever. And he can't even—he can't even stumble his way through a teleprompter speech anymore. Yeah. 
And and it's no. not like it's, that was the only yeah. take. They're like, hold on, let me get my handy cam. We'll we'll bang this out in five minutes. Yeah, they was, had a full crew, and it was that was probably the thirtieth take. They're like, can we at least get him to look at the camera? No. Can can we at least close his mouth so he doesn't drool? Great, great. Print it. Done. He has yet to do a press conference. Well, he can't. How can he do a press everything, conference? Everything he, had, he did, he did that town hall with Anderson Cooper, and that was obviously all scripted. Sure. Um, he does all these little speeches, you know, about, you know, he goes to visit a place, and they put up a background, and he does a little speech. But that's kind of like what they're doing now, where it's like, oh, no, we're showing you Biden. Here he is. You know, he's talking. Right. He's up. He's fine. You know, um, he just can't do a press conference. And, I mean, his press secretary. Circle back girl. Let's circle back to her. Yeah. Oh, the sacky bombs. Be- because she yeah. yells at, uh, what is his name, Peter Ducey? She yells at him? Or yells at him, but <laughs> refuses to answer his questions. I mean, like, that's, you know, mm-hmm. that's anything new. It's a clown show. I just... I don't know. It's not, it's not a surprise CNN is still talking about Trump. Because if they talk about what is actually going on... Yeah, they know, can't talk about they anything can't. else. Yeah, the, yeah, really. The economy's imploding. The, we're about to have runaway inflation. Everything yeah. sucks. Gas is what, doubled in price in the past month? Just about. You know. Yeah. And, and why is no one talking about that? But no, no, no. Nobody is like real people in my real life. Nobody is talking about that. Nobody's going, oh, did you see the price of gas? Yeah. Nobody, I mean, except for my mom has, has mentioned it, but like nobody else has said anything about it. Yeah. Well, that's just as if start. it's not a big deal. Just oh, wait. Well. Oh, oh, well. A doubling would, a doubling would be nice when it's four times higher in a couple of months. We'll we'll be, we yeah. we'll wish it was just double. Yep. So, just wait. You're gonna have you're gonna have hundred dollar plus gas or hundred dollar plus of barrel of oil real quick. <laughs> hundred dollar plus gas. Well, why not? Well, you might. I mean, they'll, they'll just raise the minimum wage. It'll I, be fine. Yeah, exactly. We'll, we'll all be making a hundred dollars an hour, so yeah. it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> we'll be buying our bread with wheelbarrows, but you know. I remember paying a hundred dollars for a tank of gas. I, I've done that was, during Obama, but yep, I had a thirty-eight gallon tank at that point. Though, so. That that'll do. I had a twenty-six <laughs> gallon tank. Yeah, I got one of those and, big tanks on my truck too. And and I had to for a while. I had to fill up twice because you <laughs> you hit you that hit, seventy five dollar limit and then you can't it won't pump anymore it's right places. you have to shut it off yeah. and the transaction oh my and then god do a second one you're but like, if you oh try but god. credit cards these days if you try to do two two gas purchases at the same time they cut it off because that's a yeah. sign of fraud right yeah so <laughs> you have to like come back in an hour yeah yeah or use another card or you know I don't know I, I think they bumped up the limit to a hundred. Well, they're gonna bump. They're gonna have to bump it up a lot more. Yeah, I, you know. I, I took an just... RV trip a, a few years ago. Um, my dad has uh, has like a big diesel pusher RV. Um, filling that up is a lot, Ooh. especially Ooh. when you have a slow pump. 
Totally. It's like a 130 yeah. gallon tank, I think, that yep. it's got. Yep. Nice. Um, it it took forever, forever, and yeah, I had to like keep. It would cut off, and I had to swipe again, fill up, cut off, yep. swipe again, and then like the credit card company cut it off. <laughs> I had to go on the app and say, "No, really, it's me." Yeah, I'm filling up an RV. It's kind of like waiting on a Tesla to charge, huh? Oh, no, it's faster than that. <laughs> it it might have been faster. It, I, took, I, it took like half an hour or so to to do a fill up. They uh, yeah. did you see the thing where they were talking about the they were they were uh, com- they were uh, based on the extremely high electricity prices in Texas. They were saying like if you if you had one of these variable rate plans and you tried to charge your Tesla, it cost you like nine hundred dollars <laughs> to to charge it. Oh, and that's you know, yikes! That's the whole thing. They couldn't handle the extra drain on the grid. From an unseasonably unplanned, complete storm of storm of the century type yeah. event, yep. but yet we're just going to put oh I don't know how many millions of cars on the grid, and that'll be totally fine. Well, and we'll be totally fine, and and we'll only do it with wind and solar. Well, the the not that only happened. not only that, but the problem the problem in Texas was the fact that they have put in so many wind power. Right, they, they've. Ne- I, I don't know if yeah. neglected is the right word, but they haven't been upgrading the infrastructure for gas well, and fossil fuel. It's not exactly that. Um, so the way that they do wind is, it's really complicated the, 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 the way they prioritize who gets to provide power. So the wind is automatically first in line no matter what. Right. And so that's really bad when you need base power and nobody can nobody that's doing like a gas or a nuclear plant can get guaranteed that they're going to get consumption of the power that they generate and so you're discouraging gas plants and you're discouraging right. nuclear plants right and so you're weakening your infrastructure yep and then stuff like this happens right yeah it, it and and you know it's like well as long as everything's fine then everything's fine but yeah you know it's like yeah, okay, but shit happens. And then what? Yep. You know? Yeah. And, and just, it's just in time doesn't work for a critical infrastructure. It it really doesn't. And we see that more and more often. I mean, yeah. did anybody try to go to a grocery store? Did you try to go to a grocery <laughs> store last week, John? If if there was no. anyone open, they they didn't have anything. Yeah. Um So funny funny thing about that, we bought half a cow about two weeks before uh, before ah, this happened, nice. so we have a freezer nice. full of beef. Nice. And when yeah. it got cold, you just opened the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's in the garage, so oh, okay. Um, it stayed cold all on its own. Nice. Yeah. So you, so you had lots of meat. Excellent. Yeah, had lots and of meat. a fireplace to cook it with. All right. Yeah. Meat and, and fire. You're steak. set. Yeah. That's all you need. Yeah. You know, uh, we were watching a documentary on submarines recently. I think mm-hmm. it was just last week. We were watching this submarine thing about, um, I can't remember what. It, Mike has like all the military stuff on YouTube. And it was about submarines and nuclear submarines. Sitting there, it's like, so there's these things 
underwater that are powered and heated and everything is all nuclear, right? Right. And so far we have never, I have not ever heard of like some sort of nuclear disaster with a submarine. Not in the U.S. Navy. Am I wrong? No, okay, not in the U.S. Navy. Great. Our, air, our aircraft carriers but, are also all nuclear. Right. Yeah, the Russians had but an they're, accident. They're like that little tiny, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're like little tiny nuclear power things, right? Yep. Yep. That so far have been proven to be, you know, they work pretty good. Yep. Why don't we have one of those like on every block or... Uh, you know why? Am I crazy? I mean, no, it just no, seems like, wow, not, why do we have something that works? You're not, you're not crazy. We could actually have that. Um, there's, there's a lot of good yeah. designs. There's a lot of good designs. Um, we don't use them for two reasons. One, they don't make, uh, they don't make plutonium. And one thing, one thing you have to understand about us nuclear power plants is that the government, um, would not give you a license for a nuclear plant that didn't make plutonium because they need it for the bombs. Okay. And the, the small, the small reactors like you're talking about, they don't make, uh, they're not breeder reactors. They don't make yeah. anything that you can turn into a bomb. So that's why we there, are, there are lots of designs. Yeah. That yeah. you could, that are super safe. Okay. Don't require a lot of crazy overhead like yeah. like the ones that we have now do. But but the the crazy ones we have now are the way they are because they're they make more nuclear material for the bombs. That's just how it is. That's what you know. Everybody's crying about oh. nuclear waste, but the they make they that's their whole purpose is to make plutonium so they can you know use them in the nuclear bombs. Um, yeah. but there's, yeah, there's all kinds of, you could have a, you could have a safe reactor that ran for 30 plus years in your basement and, you know, it'd be cheap and easy. And the other, the other thing they don't the, only, the other reason they don't have something like that is because they want to maintain control of the radioactive material because they don't want terrorists to well, obviously. and make, uh, you know, dirty bombs and stuff like that. So, yeah. Mm. I want a home reactor. So I guess you get to freeze in the wintertime. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Do you have to shovel little tiny rods in like coal? No. <laughs> they have pebble, <laughs> pebble fuel for those sort of reactors. You're having, you're having a Simpsons thought, aren't you? It's a little... Aren't you? <laughs> the goggles, they do nothing. <laughs> Split those atoms. <laughs> what are you drinking, John? It is a Texas whiskey. Ooh. Uh, made by a company called Rio Brazos in College Station. Um, nice. Those Aggies know agriculture, and agriculture is brewing and uh, brewing and distilling. So it's Texas whiskey. It's called Boxcar. Oh. Um, it's quite good. Cool. Nice. Yeah. What are you drinking, Jay? Jay, I, I'm I'm finishing off my. Uh, oh, what the hell is it? The I mentioned it's rye whiskey. Um, ah, yeah, that stuff. And I'm, I just poured it, and I can't remember. George Dickel. No, no, no. It, it's a, it's a local, <laughs> it's a local whiskey. It's um, oh boy, I can't remember. It maybe Bowman Brothers. Whiskey. It's good right. stuff. It's good stuff. It's good sipping whiskey. It's mm -hmm. not mixing whiskey. That's that's the the mass produced 
Drek. That's the stuff that comes in the plastic bottle. We have some of that, yes. <clears throat> what are you drinking, Rita? <laughs> I have another um, hard seltzer from Platform oh. Brewery. Ah, no, no. It's a Cleveland Brewery. No White Claws. No, no. These are these are a lot better. They're not not as sweet as like White Claw or or those other ones. So White Claw is local. You, so if you peel the label off, you see Zima. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. That's probably what it is. Well, I'm Left drinking my Zima I'm drinking my Diet Mountain Dew because if I drank something Mountain alcoholic, Dew. I'd fall asleep. <laughs> so, Alan, I know that you're a big uh, Coke drinker. Um, I have been. Uh-huh. Are you having weird feelings about Coke now? No, I'm not. <laughs> now that they're telling everybody to be less white. No, that's because I'm Well, you don't have that problem. I, I don't have black. that problem because I'm black. That's right. So. Right. I'm, I'm covered. <clears throat> yeah. I like the. It's been a while since I drank Coke. I like the the one somebody somebody posted about the uh, polar bears, the Coca Cola polar bears having to be. Oh, less white. they have to be canceled because <laughs> they're too white. Aww, <laughs> poor polar bears. I know. First, they all drowned because the ice caps melted, and now they're right. too white. Now they're getting canceled. <laughs> Oh, man. Oh, God. So that was, that's not like, uh, it was in their training program or something, right? Right. For employees. It was like a, like a HR thing. It's not, it's not like their new slogan. No, no, no. Drink Coke, be less white. Yeah, that was, it was one of those, it's like a white fragility seminar that they were forcing all the employees to uh, watch or something. Crazy, yeah. crazy town. And, uh, you know, I, I, I am, I am enough of a nerd that I've been following the, the, the Mandalorian yeah. saga. Um, there's a, there's a guy I've been watching, um, that does, uh, commentary on stuff like that. Doomcock. You heard of him? Okay. No. Well, Alan, are you on Pornhub again? No, it's a YouTube. <laughs> it's a YouTube channel. Anyway, I, I, I've heard of it. They're yes. talking about the the rumors of why of what's her name got fired and all this kind of stuff because the the woman that that's been running the Star Wars franchise into the ground was shown up by the guy doing the Mandalorian, and she's all pissed off about it because uh, Kathleen she, Kennedy. Yeah, Kathleen Kennedy was is all pissed off about <clears throat> it because the Mandalorian's so successful. And, and her movies suck and everybody hated them. And she's all pissed off about it because her, her excuse was, well, the fans are just awful people. And no, it's just your stuff sucks. And <laughs> wow. That's, that's a Wait, recipe for success. Yeah. Wow. yeah. The reason we do so bad is our fans are awful. That's her. That was her attitude. She was all like super woke wow. and feminist and everything. And I'm out. <laughs> Our sales would be better, but our customers are all Nazis. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's crazy, and so yeah, so Try there's that a lot at the of the next board meeting and see how well that goes over. You know, but but these super woke companies like Disney and Coca Cola and stuff like that. It's like, at what point do the shareholders go? What the fuck are y'all doing? Yeah. This is not this is not increasing yeah. shareholder value. This is well, now it's. 
It's shifted, Alan. It's stakeholder now. Yeah, well, that's bullshit. Yeah, well, yeah, but we have a responsibility to the community at large. All right. Let the community at large pay your bills. Well, they'll just go under, and some somebody else that actually is interested in making money will 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 replace them. You know, and they'll they'll probably be Chinese. You know, that's just how. So it's, going. it's a win for Where's Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they've already sold out. You know, the entire Hollywood interest Hollywood's pretty much sold out to China now. Um, I was watching a movie just recently, uh, Monster Hunter, um, with. The with what's her name from the Umbrella movies, uh, Mila Jovovich or whatever. Jovovich, Jovovich yeah, yeah. And the um, uh, Umbrella movies? No, no. She was in the. Um, you uh, mean Lilu Dallas? No, 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 no. The yes, Lilu Dallas. Yeah, yes, Lilu Dallas. She was also in uh, Days and Confused. Yes. Anyway, whatever. She was also she in the Umbrella movie. Are you talking? About? I don't know. I'm thinking, I get my... Resident people, Alien. Resident, yeah, something like that. Like the Umbrella Academy? Right, no, Resident no, no, no. Alien? Yeah, Resident... Resident... Um, evil? Resident, e- Resident Evil. Evil? Evil! <laughs> Resident Alien is that show. Yeah, Resident <laughs> Alien. Resident <laughs> Alien is a great show. Um, Re- I haven't seen it yet, Resident it Evil looks awesome. Oh my Monster, God. Monster Hunter or Resident Evil? Re- Resident, Resident Alien. Alien. <laughs> you kids get off my lawn. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I was saying this 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 Monster Hunter movie is a really great movie, but it's all Chinese. It's got like it's got like a couple of Western actors in it. Everybody else is Chinese, and the and the company, all the producing companies are Chinese, and everybody, you know, the whole whole operation's Chinese. And you know, it's, oh, this I heard about this. This is the one where they they basically modified the script so that the Chinese wouldn't look bad in any way, shape, or form. I'm ah. sure they did. So like the remake yeah. of Red Dawn. Yeah, so you know it's, but the whole thing. I mean, it's a good movie. Don't get me wrong; it was it's great action and all kinds of you know monsters and fire breathing dragons and all kinds of cool stuff. But it, you know, anybody anybody thinks that that China is not going to be the preeminent. You know, the the twentieth century was the American century. I guarantee you, the twenty first century is going to be Chinese because that's just the way it's going. Like it or not, it's like uh, it's like Firefly. Everybody spoke Chinese. Yeah, same. Yeah, remarkably present. Yeah, but Resident Resident Alien is Speaking hilarious. Of Speaking of Firefly, yeah, <laughs> yeah, Resident you definitely Alien. need to watch oh Resident my Alien. God. It is so good, so mm, good, friggin' hilarious. Alrighty, definitely two thumbs up. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything about it because I don't want to give anything. No, away, no, no, no. Is, you can't. But it's it, funny, you, but it, it's so also funny. pretty dark at the same time. Oh, yeah. Like, mm. right? Yeah. I don't know. He's, it's, he's it's not good. he's not a happy, fun E.T. alien. He's a. <laughs> no. <laughs> he's a he's a kill you and everybody, you know, and everybody on the planet. The kind of alien. And mm. yeah. Yep. That but but so he's good, trying to pretend so. to be human, so it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it's good. And there's this anything else. And there's this little kid that can see that he's an alien, and nobody else in the town can. And he's the only nobody else can. And so the kids huh. go. The kids going ah, and 
and the parents are thinking, what are you doing? You crazy kid. You know, it's wrong with you. It's really good. You need to, I highly recommend it. What, where is that? Where is that located? Like what network is it on? You know, like Netflix or something. It's on the internet. <laughs> Isn't it like stars? Or it's, yeah, one something of the... like that. I don't honestly. Huh. Well, hang on. Let me let me look it up real quick. It's <laughs> gonna say I see the ads and I'm watching BattleBots on the treadmill. So <laughs> it is. <laughs> it magically it's appears on, on my computer. It's on sci-fi. Sci-fi. Well, duh. Which <laughs> now which, I feel silly. Which means yeah. they'll kill it after the first season, even though it's an awesome mm. show. No, yeah. that would that would be Fox, Ellen. No, sci-fi does it too. Yeah, yeah, I know. The good, the good shows they kill after one season. Wasn't it Fox that did uh, uh, Briscoe County Jr. and killed yes. it after yes. one season? Yes, yep. that, was great, that was a great. That was a great show too. Love that was. show. Yep. Yep. Man, that was like ninety-two. Yeah. Since we're talking about great shows, there's another one uh, that that I've been watching, and I know Brita's been watching it too. It's called Plebs. It's a British show. It's like on Sky. Um, it's like five or six seasons, something like that. Hilarious. Hmm. It's, it's on Prime right now. It's uh, yeah, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, and it's it's set it's set in Rome, but it's one of those like ancient Rome. Yeah, it's ancient Rome with the, like togas and shit. And but it's, hmm. it's it's hilarious. I I every episode I laugh my ass off. It's. It's totally, totally. If you can, if you can find it, watch it. It's it's well worth it. My wife got free Apple TV with her new phone, um, so we started watching Apple TV stuff, and we, we've been watching this one called Ted Lasso. I haven't um, seen that one. It's like mm-hmm. a, so it's kind of a fish out of water sort of show. Uh-huh. It's basically this uh, college football coach. Um, that gets um, pulled to coach Premier League soccer in London oh, for a, yes. a soccer team there. Okay. And it's, it's pretty hilarious, yeah. It's good. Cool. Basically, the owner is a woman who just divorced her husband and took his team. And then oh, her, mis- her mission is to drive the team into the <laughs> to make it to suck. I get it. That's why. Yeah. North, uh, was it North Dallas Forty? Was that the? I'm going way back. That was yeah. North Dallas Forty was kind of like that too. They were kind of wow. trying to drive the team I into. Do not know how I pulled that one out. That was a good movie. But yikes! North Dallas Forty they had like two tall Jones in it and a bunch of other famous cowboy players. Yeah. Oh man. Mm. Wow. Now, all my all my one. Amazon all, all my Amazon Prime watching has been taken up with old episodes of Top Gear <laughs> because oh, I yeah. I want to be Jeremy Clarkson. Have you seen the Desert Island <laughs> thing with uh, what's I his saw, name with uh, uh, Richard Hammond? Richard Hammond and, and the, the guy, guy from, from yeah Myth, the the non famous guy from Myth yeah the one nobody cared about. <laughs> Uh, Tori Bellucci, to- Troy Bellucci whatever. or something. Yeah, you know, I saw the first one and I was just like, "This is so horribly contrived." It, it is. It's just... totally. It's totally. And contrived. I love Richard Hammond. Yeah, but I was just like, "It's like a spoof of." I, I just kind of see it as a spoof of reality shows. Oh, is it like Survivor? It's it's Survivor, it's like a spoof kind of? Survivor. Yeah, it's like kind a, of sort of, and they like you know, a satirical they... Survivor. They do mm. Top okay. Gear ish and Mythbusters ish things. Yeah. 
on the pretext of being abandoned on a deserted island. Right. And, yeah. You know, it's, I wanted to like it. I mean, yeah. I've, I've loved all the other one-offs like James May. Oh, cook. Oh yeah. That was James good. May does Japan. Yeah. Um, the cars of the people or, uh, the one he did with toys was, yeah, was, was fantastic. Good. It's just, it's really good television and it's, it's just fun to watch. And I, I saw this one pop up. I was like, Oh, this one looks interesting. And I watched the first episode and I was like, yeah, it's not oh. compelling. Yeah. It's, it's just, just kind of meh. <laughs> well, we're at 45 minutes. So let's do show and tell. Yeah. Wait, wait, before before we go to show and tell, I want to know what else John had on his list of notes he wanted to talk about. Oh, oh yes. Oh, yeah. So last time I was I was on, uh, I talked about um, yeah. running guns, right? Right. Um, and how the mm-hmm. last one that I had signed up for, my truck broke down on the way out there. I didn't get to go. Well, September, oh, yeah. this past September, I did the Pecos run again. Nice. Uh, which was cool. awesome. Um, so it is in the middle of nowhere. Uh, it's in Reeves County which is far west Texas with nothing in it. Um, the, it's probably you know, 11 hours. Is it out there. deserty? Oh, yeah. Is it like the totally desert, desert out there? Yeah. It is the desert. Okay. Um, so the last five miles was on a county road, which was not really a road so much as <laughs> dirt with a sign next to it. Um, some, some ruts. It was five miles right. of county road, and it took us an hour to like get – get down that five miles wow. it was uh it was it was wow. they recommended trucks something with a lot of clearance and preferably four-wheel drive <laughs> I, I don't have four-wheel drive but um i have an f-250 um so i there were spots where i was not sure how i was gonna make it through but i en- ended up making it through and we camped out there and it was uh, you know it's like a seven miles of of running with like six shooting stations this year. Um, so, you know, and a little bit of obstacle stuff to do as well. Um, it, it's, wow. it was, it was a blast. It, I had the time of my life. It was great. How'd you do? Um, I, I sucked. Um, I probably was the bottom 25%, I would say. Yeah, but you had fun. Um, I did have fun. Well, so I was coming off a, a knee injury. Um, mm. I didn't want to push myself. So I pretty much did a fast walk for the whole thing. Um, I didn't want to put a lot of load on my knee, not a lot of impact and whatnot. So um, somebody passed me. We, we released about every six minutes, I think. Uh, somebody passed me before I even got to the first station. Um, the person behind me passed me. Um, That's okay. I, I shot all right. Um, I had, just like everything now with ammo and guns and parts and whatever, I had a, a rifle that I'd been building, which I had intended to use for this run. Um, is a 6.5 Grendel, uh, 19 and a half inch, uh, Alexander arms. Uh, I bought the upper from a guy that I know and put the load together from parts. Um, but it took until about two weeks before the, the run before I could actually, uh, I got the scope for it. Mm. And so I didn't have a lot of trigger time on that. Um, and I had those two weeks to develop a, a load. Uh, a hand load, as you can see behind me there. Um, it took me it took me most of that to develop the load that I wanted. That I was happy with the accuracy. I was getting about two thirds MOA out of the load that I figured out. Um, so I didn't have a lot of trigger time on the gun, and 
I, I you know when I was testing out my loads, I when I when I set all the one, I'd load twenty rounds into the magazine, shoot them, see how my groups were and everything. But I didn't really get a lot of extensive time. So the first rifle stage um, that I got to, I put in a mag and release the bolt, and it doesn't go. Um, what I figured out happened, um, and, and it took me a. It was three minute stage. And I had four targets, one, two hits on 100, 200, 300, 400 yards. Um, and it took me a good minute and a half to get the thing cleared because I, I couldn't open it. I couldn't get it to move. Um, so what I figured out happened is Alexander Arms, like a, a standard 30, 30 round size mag, is they say 20, I think it's 26 in the 6.5 Grendel. Right. Yeah. Um, that's not, not true um, <laughs> oh. because to get that many rounds in there, the top has so much tension that it won't slide forward when the bolt hits it. Gotcha. Uh, so I did not finish that, that stage in time. I got, I was working on a 300 when my time ran out. Um, and then I immediately took all my mags and pulled the top round out, um, and loaded the one that I had fired back up with those. But <laughs> Um, that was part of why I, I finished in the top or on the bottom quarter. Uh, I probably would have been somewhere in the middle, I guess. Um, but it was a lot of fun. You, you learn how much you suck and how you can improve. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Even, even like simple things like how you, how you load out, um, you learn how to do a lot better just with the first experience. So I had, I had like a, you know, I just like magazine clips on my belt and, uh, for carrying all my ammo, um, and most of the people there were either wearing chest rigs, where they carry their ammo up here. Uh, there were a few people that were wearing what are called battle belts, basically, yeah, uh, kind of like a modern Alice setup, yeah. um, where you have like a harness and then a belt and then you know, your water pack or whatever on the back of you, um, and that 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 really attracted me. So I finally, uh, when I got back, I ordered like a like a setup for that and. It's so much more comfortable to like move around and run in. Yeah. Um, I've got one. I've got a run coming up on Saturday, actually. Wow. Um, in uh, it's called the Buck and Bull, I think. Buck and Bison. Sorry. I like the shooting um, part, the running part. Oh, eh. uh, you don't got to run uh, <laughs> if you don't want to, but it's uh, it's fun. I, I suck at running, but I found in my in my time running that I like it if I'm not on a treadmill or something. I like going somewhere. And so like the road that we live on is about a mile and a half long and there are two one mile roads off of it. And so I can easily get like a, from, from my house to the end of the road is, is uh, one mile. So I can run down and back for two miles. If I wanted to add two miles, I can run down one of the roads on the way back. Uh, and so it's not bad. And the road has a lot of grades. So I got to kind of run in the middle. So pretty much running at night is the best for me, I just have lights on to make sure it's country road. So there's not that many people out there. Um, but running is, right. is not something I ever thought I would like doing. Um, I was a swimmer growing up in high school, middle school and high school. I was hmm. a competitive swimmer. And even then I hated running. It's just my knees aren't, don't like it. Um, but you, when I started doing it in a way that wasn't on a track or on a treadmill, then I just I could see the appeal, um, but the the running part isn't like the, 
Yeah, it's it's part of it. It's it's just like a test of your 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 stamina and your and your will and how how can you adapt uh, to what's going on around you and you know meet your challenges and that's great. Can you can you close the door? Y'all can like pick the, something else. Like the like the West Texas desert <laughs> version of the biathlon. <clears throat> it is. It's they, that's what they call it. Is a de- desert biathlon. They've been doing it for twenty years now, and it's spawned mm. off a bunch of. There, there's a whole like scene now and there's a bunch in texas there's uh, a bunch in oklahoma there's oh. a bunch in uh kind of like the midwest and like kentucky uh there's cool. a bunch of different runs that have started up um so i'm doing one put together by a uh, group called old 18 defense and i don't yeah you can watch that that's fine go <laughs> sorry no, uh, no. um uh, the one I'm doing uh, this weekend, uh, Old 18 Defense, I don't really know much about their organization. They seem really focused on sponsorships. Um, all, almost all their videos are like, we got this new sponsor joining us. But um, the runs themselves, what I have seen of them, um, look kind of comparable to, to Pegasus, but not in the desert, basically. Um, Lampasas is where this one this weekend is, uh, which is Texas Hill Country, um, north northwest of here. Basically, I almost want to do it. <laughs> but there's that running part, huh? Well, well yeah, I did. I did IP, IDPA for a while, and then and that was <laughs> yeah. that was, you know, it's the same kind of thing. It teaches you how how much you really suck. You know, I mean, it's one thing yeah, to stand yeah. there, you know, at a range and stand there and and poke holes in cardboard from twenty yep. yards away and. You know, it's another thing entirely to move and shoot and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, yep. right, right. And, yep. and if you just got through running a mile and you're going, <coughs> you, you know, yeah, you you yeah. can miss awfully close when you're when you're running. I found yeah. that out running a um, a PCC stage, yeah. where like you know you're literally running by the target. You're you know five feet away, <laughs> and no, there there's C C zone hits. Yeah, you got to trail a target when you do that. I just, I just spray and pray. That's the. <laughs> Some of them gonna hit. Hey, whatever works, man. Um, so I built a, I built a, I, I found out that my my six point five Grendel rifle was way too heavy, and kind of kind of overkill for what I was doing because four hundred yards is as far as you go, and really that that rifle is good for. You know, up to about a thousand yards, which is kind of why I built it because I wanted right. to do longer reach stuff yeah. with an AR. So I instead built a lightweight, not twelve pound like that that rifle is. Oh, um, a light. Well, three of that was the scope. Um, yeah, because I put like a five to twenty five by fifty on it. Good lord! Like a or yeah, it, it was a little overkill. Um, but it'll do great on that rifle if I'm doing. Yeah, it'll stuff. be great so, for a thousand yards. Yeah, so I got a. I, I built a, a lightweight rifle, a twenty-inch. Um, it comes in seven pounds, one ounce, um, nice, with the nice. with the iron sights on. I ordered an ACOG for it, but it's not going to get here until after this run, unfortunately. So oh, now man. I'm swapping that giant ass scope onto that rifle to make myself a ten-pound rifle this time instead of a twelve-pound rifle. Hey, that that those two pounds matters, right? Yeah, it does. When you're trying to run it through the yeah. desert. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It it's funny you mentioned that. I, I ended up building a five pound carbine after um 
doing a prairie dog shoot in Oklahoma. Yeah. We were lugging, you know, eight, nine pound rifles around. And I'm like, you know, if I'm going to do this again, I want something light. And the biggest problem I had is after building, it, it's wonderful. It's got a magnesium handguard and it's like titanium pins. Mm-hmm. It's wonderful. I love it, except that it makes every other rifle I own feel like a cinder block. <laughs> it's like every other rifle is like, oh, dear God, how much does this thing weigh? So this, yeah, 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 this is a, I mean, this is seven pounds, so it's not too, too light. But it's also a 20-inch rifle. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and it's A2. It's not a carbine. It's A2. So it's got um, rifle size gas system and everything. Right, right. Um, but the Hogue makes like a really good lightweight A2 size stock. Way better than anything Magpul has, really. Like way lighter. So much lighter. Because um, I put a Magpul uh, like MOE uh, rifle length stock on that uh, 6.5 Grendel. And then I was... I was plan on getting that i figured you know that's fairly light but then i started looking at hoax stuff and then like half the weight it's crazy you can really go down a lot of rabbit holes trying to shave ounces and grams and yeah, yeah. you down there milling out your receiver and stuff to <laughs> speed holes yeah <laughs> yeah i developed a load for it the other day that groups at 100 yards groups half inch uh which is very nice cool uh, except i only have 60 more of those bullets yes. and i need more than that for the shoot yeah Unless I miss nothing. Uh, I think the round count is like 50 or 60 for rifle. So um, I've got another one. Those are nice 77 grain Lapua centers, um, which nice bullets. Uh, but I've got some Sierra uh, 69 grainers that group pretty well as well. So that's what I'm going to be using. You having trouble finding powder or bullets or anything like yes. that? For- yes. Yeah. Yes. I can't find powder. I can't find primers. Bullets I can find sometimes. Problem is, can't do anything unless you have powder and primers. Um, I have a stock of those, um, but it's dwindling as I use them. So yeah, I don't know when primers are coming back. It's <sighs> it's frustrating. Yeah. Damn it! Well, what'd you bring for show and tell? Ah. Oh. Here, it's one of my one of my everyday carries. I have three blades that I carry on me, plus a multi-tool usually. Uh, but this is the uh, Gerber 06 Auto. Um, it's automatic knife. Oh, nice. Uh, nice. It's standard issue for, uh, I think, Army in the sandbox. I'm going to uh, make like you bigger so infantry. you can see it. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. It's is a great knife. Cool. Is that uh, aluminum aluminum grips? or what's uh, the- believe so yeah i think it's aluminum it's pretty solid it's like thick aluminum but yeah uh nice it's a it's a nice knife i like it a lot so it flicks out nicely cool it's got real positive action in a lock so it's good and it's it's i got it because um gerbers in general i like because they have a they generally have fairly tough blades um they usually have kind of a thicker profile to them What's the um, what's the blade steel on that one? Uh, it is. I think it says it on here. Uh, S30V. Okay, that's a good one. Yeah. It's uh, it's it's hard, it's hard to sharp, but it keeps an edge really nice. Right. Yeah, there it's real hard, but you you gotta you gotta sharpen it for a yeah. while to get 
that edge back on. Yeah, but but it, I, I, it's days. It's days. It's not like a yeah, not, not like some of the other knives where you use it a couple of times and you got to sharpen it again. I've I mean I've gone four or five months sometimes without having to resharpen my S thirty V. So yeah. Of course, I don't. John, know how do you sharpen your knives? Do you have like a sharpening system? Do you have a sharpening um, system? I use you have, uh, yeah, the last, the last, or uh, Lansky sharpening <laughs> system. <laughs> oh, oh, okay. Um, We've been thinking so, about getting like one of those systems to sharpen knives. Um, if I need a quick sharp, I've got uh, you know one of those little kind of carbide tip things that you just drag the blade through. Um, but if I want to do like right. a, a nice good sharpening. The Lansky system is pretty nice. I think I. Hmm. Jay, what about you? I have. This is. It's not a switchblade. It oh, is a buck. Wait knife. a minute. Let me get you. Yeah, I was gonna say. Let me get you full screen. This is really cool, though. Ready? Okay. What'd you do? How is it not? Wait. What is oh, it? it's got like a little cam action <gasps> thing. Oh, it's got like a little Let me, lever I'm, I'm thing. Try, oh, duh. Don't do it. Okay. Hold on. Don't hurt yourself. I know. I'm like, I'm trying to do this for the camera. Doing it backwards. There we go. Yeah. You slide. Oh. You slide. It's got the, a little thing you pull back. The, the top right here. Ah, here we go. Oh, okay. You so just move oh, that. Okay. And it's you know it assists the opening, cool. so it is not a switchblade. There's no button; you don't push. Not on. Technically, no. See, you right. slide this. That's cool. And it pops open. It's the I think they call it the paradigm shift, I like which it. I thought was cute. You know, because it's buck knife. You know, it's like, what's who, like, what? Who makes what is it? more buck? Oh. You know, the guys who make the the, the oh. one ten, the one ten hundred that everybody yeah. had. Exactly, yeah. exactly that. Uh, you know, that's everyone's first knife. Uh, yeah. you know, my, mine was, it wasn't actually yeah. a 110. It was like a Pakistani knockoff of a 110. Yeah. But, um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're like realizing that, you know, not just hunters carry knives. And right. this is right. really, this is really slick. This is what's one of their the, new for 2021. Uh, what's the blade lock on that? Is it an axis lock or liner uh, lock or what's the? It is a, whatever the hell it is. It's just locked open, and then you push the same. Oh, okay. I don't know exactly the mechanism, but it's it. Cool. The same mechanism that opens it holds it holds it open. So. All right. Um, and then it's you know I'm I'm pretty sure these Thanks. are nylon you know glass filled nylon inserts, and the rest of it's aluminum. That's that's neat. I haven't seen a an action like that on a knife. So yeah, it's it's there was oh my gosh. I'm trying to think of who it was, if it was CRKT or Kershaw that had a really neat one where you had to slide the handles, same thing to lock it. But this has the assist, which really makes it cool. It's neat. You know, it's just, it's fun to play with and useful because you can, you know, right. it just opens real quick and you can open and close it with a single hand. And right. It's yeah. not a switchblade. I like switchblades. So, well, they're not legal to carry here in Virginia. So They're, they're legal you know, in Texas. If I were to carry yeah. it in Virginia, I'd have to specify it is not a switchblade. It is an assisted opener, That's which right. are illegal. So, you know, I mean, I, you know, I, I, 
carry a Glock 19 and, and that's okay, right. but not a knife that opens with the push of a button. Right? Right. You could hurt somebody with that. Oh yeah. You might poke your eye out. <laughs> Put your eye out, kid. Cool. Jay. All right. I like that one. What you got, Brita? Yeah. I have a little fancy knife. It's a, uh, it's called, it's by um, Columbia river. Ah. Oh, it's like I a like turtle. The, the, the Ashworth turtle. And I have a turtle, so, you know, That's and it cool. comes in a variety of colors. Like I think there's a pink one and probably a green one. I don't know, Rita. but uh, it has like a little, yeah. Do you have nail polish? That's the same color. That color? Oh, yeah. Probably like multiple. <laughs> um, yeah, I do. Um, I should check the shelf. Yeah, of course I do. Name a color I don't have, Jay. Um, but yeah, so it's got like a little doohickey. I guess you could probably wear it like as a neck knife. Nobody would know it was little... a knife. That's right. Oh, look at that. No, it's, That's so it's cool. really... I mean, it's really cute, right? Yeah. And um, it's it's called the Ashworth Turtle, and it's a knife, money clip, key fob, and pendant. So, you know, if you need to carry a little tiny knife with you, there you go. And it's got, like, a liner lock thing. Nice. You just push open and closes. And it comes with, which I've never installed, but it comes with a little uh, clip there's the money. Clip. This is the money yeah, thing, and you, yeah. it comes with it comes with an extra screw that you can like screw the little thing on. But I think it's so cute. It's got like the turtle. Yeah, pattern it on does. It. That's neat. Oh yeah. Awesome. Yeah, it, I mean, it's a cute little gift for somebody. I, I think. Yeah. Anyway, that's nice. my knife of the week. Yeah, and Alan. Yes. What do you have, Alan? Your knife of the week. I have. Well, a couple of years ago, Texas got rid of all their stupid knife laws. <laughs> And it came to my attention that I did not have a Bowie knife, it, which is completely legal now since there's no size limits. So I went now, big. Before they changed the lock, could you not own one or you, you just could, carry You could own couldn't one. You just okay. couldn't carry okay. it in public. Um, okay. Over five inches. Right. Um, but but Texas, they got rid of all their knife laws. They actually even passed a preemption law, which really pissed off San Antonio because San Antonio has <laughs> the worst knife laws in the nation. Uh, yeah, worse than New York that. City. Worse than New York City. That's right. Wow. You, it was like they had like a three inch blade limit. It was terrible, terrible. And you can have a lock blade. You can have a, a lock on your blade. Yeah, it, it was, was illegal. Yeah, it was illegal. It was illegal to have a blade that locks on your knife. So you had to carry one of those like old grandpa pin knives or something or like get like a swiss army knife right like yeah. an old swiss army right knife. right right so so the state preempted wow. all that um and which was which was kind of nice but so now in texas you can carry any bladed weapon anywhere you want within there there are still they're trying to get they're going to try to get rid of it in this session but uh you can carry it um there are some restricted places like schools and hospitals and stuff like that, where you're limited to less than five and a quarter, five and a half inches or something like that. <laughs> so you can't carry your sword into a school or a, a oh, class or a hospital, but uh, everywhere it. else, everywhere else you can. So I went I out and I got America. this. It's a, it's nice. a, it is a cold steel trail master. 
So hmm. it's not a it's not a super duper expensive knife, but it's big. Um, the blade is like a foot long, uh, and it's tool steel. You have to do the crocodile Dundee thing. Ah, this is That's a, it is that it is nice. it is that kind of <laughs> knife. Um, there's, yeah. there's my camera. Yeah. You know. <laughs> It's a tool steel. It's not, uh, it's not stainless. So you have to keep, I keep a, a food grade oil on it. So it doesn't, uh, it doesn't rust, but it is, look at the, look at the is... back of that blade. That's five sixteenths of an inch. That's, that's thick. Wow. She's thick. This, this is a pry bar <laughs> in addition to a knife. Right? I mean, this is, She's thick. this is, I like big spines and I cannot lie. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's literally <laughs> literally five sixteenths of an inch. I measured it. So um, anyway, that's uh, sort of a Texas toothpick that's sort nice. of style. It and it's cold steel, so you can go in your backyard and chop up crazy stuff. I can chop up. It. I can chop up watermelons and shit. You can cut a pig with it. <laughs> and uh, yeah. No, you gotta hang a pig and There's chop the pig, pig in half. Yeah. It. But, uh, but it's, it is it is crazy. It is tool. It's tool steel. So it's uh, Alan. What? It's cold steel, but don't call Brita a hobbit. Oh yeah, I can't do that. Not that I ever would. But anyway, you'd have to grow whatever your happened hair to Buck Medley anyway. <laughs> so, and it's you know it comes. It's got a you know rather rather plain sheaf. I I wanted to get somebody to make me a leather a leather a nice leather sheaf on it with one of those like diagonal strap things, but. Uh, the only person I knew that did, did leather stopped doing it. So, yeah. anyway, yeah, it's hard to get leather workers to do stuff. Really, these they're it's like the few few people that do it are so swamped they can charge lots of money for things. Yeah, and they they also don't like doing a lot of custom stuff. They like doing their own thing. Uh, so yeah. anyway, eh, whatever. Alan, you may be surprised to to learn that I do not own a Bowie knife. What really? I got like four. Oh. R R R. You're so funny. Dad joke. Come yeah. on. So yeah, I, I I have a couple of I have a couple of knives that are bigger. Maybe I'll show them some other time for show and tell. But I figured, you know, Texas Bowie <laughs> knife. You gotta, you know, it's it's like I had to. It's, you know, they they made it legal to carry an actual Bowie knife finally. And so I was like, "Damn it, I'm going to go get one." You have to. Yeah, I've actually, yeah. I've actually carried. Are you it too. are you shopping for a sword? I yeah, kind of off and on. You know, I've you know I've kept, I keep yeah. my eye on stuff. There's a guy, there's a guy at the Ren Fest that makes that uh, sell. No, he sells actual swords, not not the. Yeah. I mean, he also sells the cosplay swords and stuff, but he actually he also sells like actual, you know real swords yeah, they're i have two friends who are bladesmiths who do that also crazy expensive but i can't yes. the, my problem is i can't figure out what kind i like i kind of like the roman gladius um but you know hmm. not the not the greek 300 leonidas nah. <laughs> whatever the hell you call that or get I one like, of the orc I like the, the I like the Gladius because it's a short sword and I'm not that tall and my arms aren't very long so uh, you know something like a like one of those giant like two handed bastard swords I would not it would just be ridiculous probably be taller than me 
So <laughs> Jay probably has one. <laughs> Two. <laughs> next next show in town. Yeah. Next Jay next shows we'll the have swords. the swords. I do have a I do have a little Japanese uh a little Japanese short. It's sort of like sort of like longer than a knife but shorter than a sword. Sort Wakazashi. Of Something like that, yeah. So, uh, yeah. Anyway, not you know. It's sword nerd shit time. I, I actually I get more use out of my pocket. <laughs> my EDC knife is you know, and and the, you know my utility knives and my kitchen knives and stuff like that. I've never actually even used this for anything like intentional, but. Yep. <laughs> But there's, you have a bully. You know there's you something you can do to, to treat that steel, uh, I think. Uh, so well, yeah, but uh, there's this stuff that I use. When I, when I first started shooting, I had Mosin-Nagants, right? Because uh-huh. those were the cheap rifles, right? Oh, yeah. I, 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 I bought them back when they were $60. Um, when they sold them and, out of you know, barrels. If you shoot, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I got mine off AIM Surplus, but um, I remember when you could get a crate of 880 rounds for under 100 bucks um mm-hmm. so that's the corrosive stuff so if you if you didn't clean that out you'd get rust in your barrel right um there's there's a, mm-hmm. a company called microlon um that makes uh like a, a metal treatment uh they use them in en- they use it in engines and they have a gun treatment one. Oh, neat um they call microlon gun juice hmm. and i treated those rifles with that stuff and after that they wouldn't rust like immediately if you didn't clean them right away. Wow. Uh, and I've, I've treated other, other guns with the same stuff and it is amazing. Not only does it keep it from rusting, but it's like a, a permanent film uh, lubrication. And oh, so cool. you get better, better velocity out of, out of your uh, guns and you get better feeding. Is it food um, safe? I had a, how do you apply safe? it? What's the application? like? Uh, all right. So it's, you, you coat, you coat <laughs> the bore basically in this stuff. And you basically fire through it. You can also do it with like a heat gun. It's basically you oh. cause it to cure with heat. Um, oh. So you can either oh, like okay. just swab the barrel, fire around, swab the barrel, fire around, right. swab the barrel. Basically, you watch because your your velocity will rise, so your point of impact will change until yeah. it's fin- finally done coating completely, uh, and then you stop. Right. Okay. Or you just count a number of arbitrary like, times uh, until you feel like it's done. But seasoning a cast iron pan. Sounds kind of like, like that. Sounds yeah. exactly like that. Yeah. Yep. So yeah. it's just basically what it does is uh, it coats the metal and fills the pores, so you can't get incursion of water yeah. into or right. any other sort of oxidant into your metal, and it keeps it from rusting. Right. So I've done that for huh. um, I've done that for a few different things. I have like a, a Ruger LCP that uh, <laughs> I've pocket carried and man, the sweat in the, my pocket just caused that thing to rust. And so I'd have to go over it with quadruple uh, steel wool uh, to get all the rust out. Right. And I, I, I thought, you know, I could just put this stuff on there. And sure enough, you know, I, I took a heat gun, uh, applied it, heated up, applied it, heated up okay. you know, a few rounds of that. And it stopped rusting after that. What's, what's the name of it? Hmm. Microlon gun juice. Interesting. Fun tips from the school. So is it something like you could put put the stuff on and then maybe put it in the oven? You know, um, on, on I, I guess you could. Or... They, they have like a guide on different ways that you could apply this. 
Oh yeah, they got engines cool. and so I, I'll, put, I'll put a link. Uh, I'll put a link to it in the. Yeah, the engine treatment is where they started, I think, um, because you put that in engine, you you basically permanently coat the engine uh, components after you've broken it in, and your engines wear a lot longer. Cool. And, and yeah, important safety tip: if you do want to use an oven, if you are married. Buy a toaster oven off of Craigslist. <laughs> Trust me on this one, guys. Trust That's a good me. idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Especially in the garage. Yeah. Special tips from your uncle Jay. Do not That's just walk Jay. over to the Gen Air, open the door, and shove it in. Bad <laughs> things will happen. <laughs> okay, sounds like the voice of experience. Did you did you melt something on the That's, in the oven? Yeah, I, I have not, but I know people who have. Uh, okay. And so that was the big that was the big tip was you know go on Craigslist Oops. find an old toaster oven. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. It. I um, yeah. I was um, Cerakoting actually was where I where I saw it was you know you, you can you there know you have like a a shed or whatever yeah. you know a, a workshop find a, an old toaster oven. It doesn't have to, you know, it doesn't have to have all the fancy settings. It can just right. be like, you know, on and off. Exactly. An estate sale. And there you go. You put it out there and you can yeah. cure stuff with it. And that's a great idea. Not worry about, you know, getting hmm. a frying pan upside the head because why does my gen air smell like your guns? And, uh, <laughs> oh man. Oops. So Cerakoting, is it like a, a two part, like epoxy type mixing process of the stuff. I know. Cause I use Duracote on mine, um, and it's sort of that way. Yeah, there is. But you airbrush it on, basically. But you, the you Duracote cure is it. supposed to be like it's supposed to be more forgiving of impacts. Basically, it's more of a uh, more of a polymer type type stuff that basically self heals. Uh, whereas Cerakote is hmm. like ceramic. It's, it's so a little it, brittle. It yeah, chips more easily. I just mine, mine just gets scratched. It's, yeah. I just it's aluminum, and you know, my yeah. my coating is sharpie. When the when the aluminum gets a gouge, there you it's go. sharpie. There we go. I, hey, I use Casey aluminum black. That stuff is awesome. Yep, it's Casey Birchwood aluminum black. Yep, yep. Scratchy aluminum. Put that on there. You won't even see it. Done. Good. More right. tips you can use, folks. <laughs> Old. John, thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, yeah. that was great. Thanks yes, thank you for coming back on. And yeah, and it was a lot of fun. The video, I think the video made it even better, don't you? Yeah. yeah show and yeah. tell would have been a lot worse without the video. Yeah, and, and yeah, well, a lot of, you, just, kind of you, just, you just hear, what the hell? What are you doing? We'll, we'll, have to, noise. we'll have to have you back on quicker than two and a half years next yeah, time. <laughs> yeah, we could be two and a half yeah, years. Yeah, seriously. This is great. All right. Well, and thanks. I think this is a good, good example for other listeners um, if they want to come on the show. Like, yeah. You know, we can add you in. That's right. And we'd be more than happy. So we can add you in and we can kick yeah. you out too. <laughs> Mute your mic. That's okay. right. Alan, Alan is drunk power. Okay. I haven't, I haven't kicked anybody out yet, but you know, there's always a first time. <laughs> Not I, yet. I'll kick Jay out. <laughs> All right. Just, well, just wait my okay. audio. Good night, everybody. Out. Good night. This Good night. was Good night, uh, this was great. Good night. Yeah. 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 Bye.